Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Warning. Guests of The Roy Green Show may experience the truth, being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. It was a tremendous day. I just want to thank everybody, but tremendous investments into the United States and our military. So there's the president of the United States in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia today, and they signed billions and billions of dollars worth of uh, deals with the U.S. And yet, when I read reports in American media, the predictable sources, it's all about James Comey, it's all about White House Troubles. It's all about uh, Donald Trump facing uh, God knows what he's facing. And it goes on and on and on and on. And unnamed sources, unnamed sources, didn't want to be identified, wanted to remain anonymous because. And the Washington Post, I will never forget this. The Washington Post wrote a story about Donald Trump a couple of days ago, and there were 30 unnamed sources, 30 Unnamed sources in the story. And then the, whoever it was from the Washington Post, was on CBC. They were getting along marvelously. And the Washington Post person said that it was a better story because of the unnamed sources. That, ladies and gentlemen, is known as fiction. Fiction. Fake news. Name one source, please. Please. It's not impossible. Anyway, Mr. Trump is uh, has his problems, and he creates many for himself. His Twitter account is, uh, is something that has helped him, has also hurt him, and he does cause problems for himself. When he was at the Oval Office... And he had the Russian foreign minister and the Russian ambassador in the Oval Office, and he kicked out the American media. I know he was trying to make a point, but it doesn't look good when the only photographs, and TASS was the agency, the Russian news agency was there, and they took these photographs of the three of them just yucking it up. And apparently he had some negative things to say about former FBI director James Comey, but so did the Democrats. So did Hillary Clinton. They didn't like James Comey until they liked him. And uh, there's going to be a lot going on in the U.S., of course, that has to do with the president of the United States. Meanwhile, Barack Obama, his very close friend, was a convicted domestic terrorist by the name of William Ayers. That wasn't mentioned very much by American mainstream media. No, 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 no. That wasn't a problem that a convicted terrorist is at Obama's house for dinner. It's not a problem. And Mr. Obama attended a church for 20 years where the minister shouted, God damn America. Wasn't a problem. Mr. Obama saying he never heard the minister say that, anything like that in 20 years. So absolutely, we absolutely believe Mr. Obama. 
And then there was Mr. Obama talking to the outgoing puppet president of the United States, Medvedev, or whatever his name is, Medvedev, and said essentially a few years ago, tell Vladimir I just have to go through one more election, then I can do whatever I want. Not a problem. No, 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 not a problem. And delivering many millions of dollars to Iran in a hostage release? No. Perfectly fine. It's President Obama. It's the American boy king. We have our own here. Claire Lopez is a former CIA operative, and she may be one of Donald Trump's more controversial supporters because of what she says. See, if you don't agree with the left, then you're controversial. If you agree with the left, you're perfectly fine. She was an advisor to Ted Cruz during his presidential campaign, now is the vice president of the Center for Security Policy in Washington, and I hear was shortlisted as possibly the deputy security advisor to President Donald Trump. It's been quite a while since I've spoken with uh, Ms. Lopez. She joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Clara, thank you for taking the time. Well, thank you for having me. Glad to be back with you. So... Uh, what's your view of the never-ending attacks on Donald Trump? And, and, and I said, and please say what's on your mind. I know you won't hesitate to do so. Sometimes he's his own worst enemy. But what about these never-ending attacks? And the Washington Post and the New York Times seem to be at the pointy end of the stick. And they are constantly running stories, headline stories, with unnamed sources. What do you make of that? Well, for the left, uh, in this country, which the mainstream media and, and those outlets you mentioned, you know, uh, what what they represent, uh, for them, the Trump presidency is their worst nightmare. Uh, he stands for traditional American values. He was elected because the regular American patriot, the ordinary people, in what is sometimes derisively referred to as flyover country, that is, the majority of the country in the middle, not the coastlines, voted for him because they wanted to be heard. They wanted to be part of America, to feel part of America again, not to be disregarded, not to be disrespected. And he promised that. And I think that he is doing his best to, to follow through on the, the, those promises. And that is the worst nightmare for uh, the the left in this country, which... Uh, wants to tear down traditional American principles and uh, substitute in their place something globalist, I guess, or directed by the United Nations or, or something that is not American, that is not to be found in our Declaration or Constitution and Bill of Rights. Those documents to them are, are musty and old, and, and, and they should be either updated, you know, um, or disregarded. And uh, Trump's not going to do that. Trump's not doing that. And in particular, his uh, attorney general pick, uh, Jeff Sessions, uh, has already come out um, with some very strong statements about reestablishing the rule of law and order. That means the law derived from the Constitution. That's what the left cannot stand. And those are laws passed by Congress. Well, certainly. So he's not making them up on the fly. They're in, they're in the books. They just haven't been enforced by left-wing, a left-wing president who's been in the White House over the past eight years and probably not tremendously enforced. I'm starting to sound Donald Trump. Uh, not, not necessarily uh, f- forcefully enforced by George Bush. Right. And, and there is a turn 
uh, away from those policies now uh, getting underway. Um, yes, there are some slips and, and, and uh, mistakes along the way to be expected, but the general course of things is on track. It is toward reestablishing um, America's place in the world. We're seeing that today as the president begins uh, his uh, multi-country uh, uh, trip, uh, beginning with Saudi Arabia, where um, I, I hope that, that many of the listeners um, may have already seen some of the images coming out of Saudi Arabia, where the president, President Donald J. Trump, stands straight and tall and shakes the hand of King Salman, who then turns and shakes the hand of our beautiful First Lady, Melania Trump, who is not wearing a hijab. So reestablishing our status, our influence, as opposed to Mr. Obama, who leadership in the world. Yeah, as opposed to Mr. Obama, who bowed deeply to the uh, Saudi Arabian king. Very stark contrast there. So that that's abroad. Um, of course, the the president's next stops will take him to Israel, our number one top uh, ally in the Middle East and the only functioning democracy um, in in the region. Uh, and then onwards uh, to places in Europe for, for further stops. Um, so that's abroad. But, but, but at home, it's the reestablishment, the reassertion uh, of rule of law that I think is so important here. Uh, a lot of work to be done yet. Um, obviously, a lot of personnel are not in place yet. Um, one would like to see things move faster. Of course, we, we always do. Um, but the direction is, is, is the, the right one. Claire, what I hear repeatedly, if I uh, go to mainstream media organizations that lean left, which is most of them, what I hear repeatedly is references to the intelligence community. Seventeen intelligence agencies have unanimously said that Donald Trump has some sort of relationship with the Russians, that he's uh, disloyal to, to the United States. You're a former CIA operative. Uh, Seventeen intelligence agencies what are they really talking about? Do we have 17 major intelligence agencies who are uh, bitterly opposed to the president of the United States, or, or, or is there something else going on? Well, I mean, in the first place, the reference to 17 U.S. Um, intelligence agencies, these are the 17 that make up the intelligence um, community in the United States, including everything from uh, CIA, DIA, FBI, Department of State, and so on. Um, those 17 never signed off on anything. If you go back and look at, at, at what is really being cited, you had three agencies signing off, CIA, FBI, and I think the third might have been DHS, uh, and I, I, I need to check on that to be sure, but it was not... 17. It was these three um, speaking on behalf of, but typically when a united, a, 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 uh, a statement comes out that really and truly is representative of the 17, there will always, I mean bar none, always be some uh, dissenters. There will always be some comment within, well, this agency uh, does not subscribe uh, to the full judgment of whatever just came before. Uh, dissent. There was none. Because why? Because only three uh, uh, 
were, were, were making that, that statement, that judgment. Uh, and even there, um, the, the, the statement was not that, the, uh, that President Trump himself or those close to him uh, colluded with Russians um, in, in uh, the last uh, election, which is absolute absurdity. That never happened. Uh, I'm not even certain that the Russians interfered in the last election, much less colluded with the Trump team. If there's any, uh, any interference in elections, one could point to Barack Obama interfering with the Israeli election. Well, he certainly did. I mean, it, it, two, two wrongs wouldn't make a right, but in this case, you know, I don't know of any corroborated, validated evidence that the Russians actually did interfere in our election. Do you Do think... the Russians try to uh, hack into any unguarded uh, cyber system they can possibly get their little fingers into? Yeah, of course, all the time. Uh, does that mean that they interfered in our elections? No, of course not. And as, as we now are hearing, finally getting its, its, uh, the publicity it deserves is the story of Seth Rich, the young um, Democratic National Committee uh, staffer who was murdered in Georgetown, Washington, D.C., last year, uh, uh, shortly before WikiLeaks began to publish a whole bunch of uh, emails, in particular from John Podesta, uh, but others associated with the Democrats, uh, Hillary Clinton and, and others. Um, and the, uh, the allegation, at least, is the uh, strong inference here, including from an, in, uh, an interview done by Sean Hannity, Fox Sean Hannity, uh, with Julian Assange of WikiLeaks, is that, no, the Russians were not uh, hacking into the DNC, or, or if they were, they were not the source of those emails Seth Rich was, and that's why he was murdered. Hold on, please. Claire Lopez is with us, former CIA operative. She was um, an advisor to Ted Cruz during his presidential campaign. She was also uh, on the short list, I understand, for as deputy national security advisor for President Trump. And we'll speak more with Ms. Lopez when we come back. I'll ask her about the uh, James Comey issue and where this is all likely going. There are so many issues that surrounded Barack Obama and the mainstream media never, never really challenged the former president. Never. If Donald Trump passes gas, it's a headline story for The Washington Post from unnamed sources. He weighs both sides of the story and chooses what's right over what's wrong. More Roy Green on the Chorus Radio Network. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. I'm on Twitter at the Roy Green Show, 1-800-263-2428, my number, 800-263-2428. We'll start taking calls in about 10 minutes' time. You can get on the line now, and I'll ask you, given everything that's happened over the last couple of weeks with Donald Trump in Saudi Arabia, then going to Israel, then going to Europe, do you have confidence in this president of the United States, 800-263-2428? Do you have confidence in Donald Trump? You know what's going on. Do you still have confidence in the current president, you've been very supportive. Most of our callers have been very supportive of President Trump since early in the primaries, 800-263-2428. Claire Lopez is with me, vice president of the Center for Security Policy in Washington, former CIA 
operative. Um, Claire, James Comey, where does he fit into the picture? Because now the former FBI director is going to be testifying before the Senate Intelligence Committee. What's likely to happen? Well, I don't know. Um, but uh, he has played, obviously, a very key central role in a lot of the drama over the past uh, couple of years and certainly during the presidential campaign of 2016 um, and is in a position within, uh, you know, his former position as director of, of the FBI within the intelligence community um, to have been party um, to a lot of uh, what went on um, in terms of uh, intelligence uh, leaking uh, unmasking all of these different issues, uh, he would have been at the center of all of that. And so uh, it's interesting that his testimony is going to be before an open session of Congress, uh, not quite uh, scheduled yet on the calendar, but but coming up fairly soon, I think. And as far as media treatment of Donald Trump is concerned, vis-a-vis treatment of Barack Obama, what do you want to say about that? Well, I mean, the president has got it exactly right. There's never been a president that I can I can recall that's ever been treated so badly, so unfairly, and so untruthfully um, by the media. But but that makes sense, doesn't it? Because they were all in the tank uh, for Hillary Clinton and uh, desperately wanted her to win, and w- were all uh, desperately unhappy when she didn't. Um, but it goes beyond being disappointed in the outcome of an election. I mean, this is approaching a point of real divisiveness in, in this country that I, I think is is um, n- certainly not, not healthy. It, it, it's it's uh, pulling us further and further apart um, rather than, as most of the time happens after an election, um, the country pulls together or at least makes some effort to do so behind whomever has been elected president. That's not happening this time. The divisions uh, are being um, widened, are being stoked by the by the mainstream media and uh, other forces of the left. Um, that, uh, as we you know spoke about earlier right. in the uh, in the show, um, are, are are simply viscerally opposed to everything um, fundamental. You know, principles, core principles of this. United States Republican. Right. Claire, I'm, I'm going to have to stop. I'm going to have to stop you because of the clock. But I do appreciate you coming on the show, and I hope you'll come back. Okay. Thanks very much. Thanks all. All the best to you. Claire Lopez, former CIA operative on Donald Trump. Now one 800-263-2428. Do you have confidence in the president of the United States, or has your confidence in Mr. Trump been shaken, particularly in the last weeks?